This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Good evening. Welcome to the Late Late Show with me, Shaniqua Edwards Haid. Tonight, I'm joined by educators Sarah Langdon and Deglan Macaron. Teachers, tattoos, and piercings. What do you think about that combination? More and more of us teachers are getting LinkedIn places that are visible. Should we be worrying about covering them up? This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org, or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Hi everyone, it is Monday, it is that time, it is the Late Late Show with me, Shaniqua Edwards-Hayes, how have you been doing? Please do join the conversation, get involved by tweeting me at SEHMiss, you can tweet uh, Teachers Talk Radio at TT Radio 2022 and please use the hashtag TT Radio yeah. Uh, I'm interested to know, what have you been up to? Can I just check? My guest, Deglin, are you there? <laughs> just I am indeed here. Yeah, I can hear you. All good, all grand. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just have to check. You know, sometimes difficulties, but that's all great. Thank you. Um, yeah, so if I start off then, and just a bit of a catch-up. It's been a bit of a fortnight. We haven't spoken to each other. So I've been working during the summer, living crisis and all. <laughs> Uh, so it's been interesting. Uh, I've done a bit of receptionist work. I've done a bit of bar work. Um, lots of working, actually, but it's been nice. Uh, it's kept me busy during the summer holidays. And this week, I'm off to Portugal, which is very exciting. Uh, it is also my birthday next week. So um, I'm feeling rather positive um, at the moment. So yeah, good, good vibes. Sounds great. Sounds <laughs> ideal. Like apart from all the working you're doing over the summer, it sounds like a disgrace. But no, I know, Declan. That's not. I know it's not good. But you know what, Declan? I, I got to communicate with loads of people, and that was great. Like I made loads of new friends who aren't teachers. You know, always good to have. Uh, Declan, how's your summer been? My summer's been grand. Honestly, I was going to take myself off traveling, but the world seemed to have unravelled. So I thought, right, let me just go back to Ireland and oh, have just a yeah. chill time at home. And it's uh, been great. How has Ireland been? What have you been up to? Uh, honestly, I've just been taking it easy. I, oh God, yeah, just literally not a whole lot. Catching up with family, catching up with friends and just relaxing. I can't beat it. Like, it's so nice. Oh, that sounds lovely. That sounds really lovely. Are you still in Ireland? Are you back now? No, I'm still in Ireland currently, yeah. Um, oh. I was actually up in Derry for the first time. I'd never been to Derry before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went up and it was great. I loved it. It's such a nice city. It's beautiful. Oh, it's on my list. It is on my list. After watching a bit of Derry Girls, it is on my list. Just to let you know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely <laughs> worth visiting. Like, I would, I'd really recommend it. Like, it's lovely. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will do then. I will do. I'll be coming back to you. Um, but here I am talking to Deglin. So let me <laughs> introduce the guests, our guests for today. So actually, I can see Sarah's here. Can Sarah, can you tell us who you are and a bit about yourself, please? Good evening, Shaniqua. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. Fantastic. Hi. How are you both? I'm all right. How are you? I was worrying. I was like, I haven't seen Sarah. Where is she? But she's here. Oh, she's no, it's good. just technology, it's isn't it? I know. I know. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, so, obviously, my name's Sarah. I've been teaching for coming up to 10 years now. And I've worked across a variety of settings from I've done primary, I've done SEN, I've done secondary and FE as well. And I've just found my new home teaching at um, HMP5 Wales. I'm going to be a vocational assessor and um, I do a little bit of tuition on the side as well. Oh, lovely. You do a bit of everything. Yeah, I do a bit of everything. Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> oh, no. That is great. That is great. That's what I like to hear. I- 
<laughs> and Deglan, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Although Deglan, you've been on this show before, but let's find it again. It's been a bit of a while, so. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. I am a history teacher. Uh, I teach in a secondary school in London and I've been teaching, well, three years, uh, four counting my training year. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crack, love us. Lovely, thank you. Well, thank you uh, to you two for joining. And I'm gonna start off by just introducing this topic because today's topic is teachers, tattoos and piercings. Now, this is a topic that's dear to my heart uh, as someone who has got tattoos and piercings. And um, actually I remember becoming a teacher and thinking, oh my gosh, will I be allowed to actually teach because I have a tattoo? Can I get any more? Oh my God, I've got um, a nose stud. And so just to you know, give you a bit more information about myself. So I have got a nose stud and that's, I'll talk a bit, bit more about that later, but that's something that's so important to me. Um, you know, on my left ear, I think I've got like four piercings on my right, it's like three, um, you know. <laughs> I one day I was at school when I was a TA and I just decided, decided I wanted another piercing. I remember I got one on my wrist. Uh which on your wrist? What? So I'm I'm I got one on my wrist. Never heard that before. It, yeah, yeah. I have got a bit of a scar from it now. <laughs> but it was really cool. It was so cool. Um but yeah, it didn't wasn't made for me to be there because yeah, yeah, got infected. That wasn't great. But <laughs> I have that as long as yeah, not great. <laughs> Um, and tattoos, I've got a few tattoos all around and I'll talk a bit more about that. But, you know, it made me think because as years have gone by, tattoos have become more mainstream. You know, body art has less of a negative reputation in today's society than in previous decades. Now it's quite common for you to see people of all walks of life sporting visible tattoos. And that includes teachers. Um, if I think back to teacher tap, um, a few months ago, they asked educators whether they thought someone with a visible hand tattoo should be allowed to become a teacher. And actually there was an overwhelming number of yes responses from educators across the board. And you know, I think it was like, yeah, that's, you know what it was? It was like 9% of classroom teachers. They were like, yes, 87% of middle leaders, 85% of head teachers. But I did notice it was like 12% of all SLTs, including head teachers, said they thought that visible hand tattoo should be covered up and so you know just wear gloves then is that is that how it works just walk around with gloves on like (laughs) yeah hey i'm interested to find out a bit more about that deglin because i feel like it'll be hard for you to cover up all the time but yes exactly so do you know why do they want us to cover up do teachers of tattoos send the wrong message messages to their students that's what they're trying to say you know if i look at controversy if you think back to i don't know if you guys are aware but Piers Morgan, lovely old Piers Morgan last year. Uh, he made waves last year after he made some comments about a teacher with tattoos live on um, Good Morning Britain. And um, I remember him saying something like, the head teacher had a lack of standards because he was covered in Beckham style tattoos. And he added that while he was at school, you couldn't have a head teacher with a bunch of tattoos. And I remember everyone was posting about, all these other teachers were posting about the tattoos that they have. And actually it's okay to have a tattoo as a teacher. So I felt like at first I wanted to- Find out my guests. What do you have a tattoo? Do you have any piercings? So, Joe, let me start. Let's go back because I start with Declan first, and then I'll go to Sarah. There we go. Yeah, Grant. So I've got both my ears pierced, but I only usually wear one piercing in my left ear, and I've got two sleeves on my arms. So yeah, I've got a fair few tattoos. Like, wow. Have you got sleeves all the way? Is it all the way down your arm? Is it a full sleeve? Yeah, two full sleeves down in my wrist. Yeah. Okay. But do you have to wear like a long sleeve shirt and tie? Uh, okay, so when I first, the first year I was working in my school, nothing was said. And then in the second year I was working there, something was said. And then... By whom? Who was it Who was it that brought it up? SLT. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And, yeah. And then I went and looked in the teacher handbook, see what the policy said, and it wasn't in the policy. So I thought, well, this is just preference. So no, it's not a rule. Mm-hmm. Not breaking any rules, so I continue Good. to wear short sleeve shirts. Listen, London's warm. I'm from Ireland. It's cold and rainy here all the time. <laughs> My school's like a greenhouse. It just retains heat. I'm, I'm not. I'm not walking around sweating about the place if I mm-hmm. avoid it. Like so, I'm wearing short sleeve shirts. It's yeah. It's see to be honest. Um, 
it, it's almost allowed now. Nothing gets said. I've, it, it is what it is now, so I'll just wear them out. There's nothing offensive, of course. Like, oh my god, yeah, at all. Like, how does it? How do you students respond to it? Oh, the students love it. They're like, oh, sir has tattoos, but that's like cool, t- cool teacher, right? Well, oh, sir's cool, but that's <laughs> it lasts for about thirty seconds, and then you're straight back to teaching. So it's like one yeah. little brief oof, and then boom, done. And mm-hmm. it's only year sevens. So you know what I mean? They're well used to it at that stage. Yeah. So I, if you can tell, like my opinion is what's the big deal what if it's not offensive work away like it's no dramas mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> that's fine that's fine exactly exactly and i think quite a lot of people agree with you i know sarah's just doing something and she'll be back but then you know going through twitter i saw quite a few other people commenting and um you know if i go through one comment and I think there was someone with tattoos. It was a teacher of tattoos and she posted herself and she had piercings. And someone said, teachers shouldn't look like this. I think they should look professional. Wear long sleeves if you have tattoos. Pick one of the five main hair colours. Black, brown, blonde, white or red. Oh, he even said white. So here's, <laughs> just... so here's my question. Here's my question on that, right? <laughs> yes. Two questions, actually. <laughs> First of oh. all, how do you define what a teacher looks like? And second of all, what's the actual definition of professional? Because surely, A, that depends, A, on the setting that you're in for a start, because no Mm -hmm. matter what school you're teaching, whether you're at primary, secondary or FE, the the way that teachers look, they all present differently because they're individuals. And they they influence their students by the identity that they have. That's what I think, anyway. And tattoos and piercings are a part of that, surely. Yeah. And they are. And actually, can I ask you, Sarah, do you have any tattoos or piercings? I've got 14 tattoos in total. Um, I've got one on my neck. I have one on my, I have a giraffe on my forefinger. I've got them all at my forearms and I've got a half sleeve on my right arm as well as on the back of my neck, just above my shoulders. Um, And my tattoos have always been visible whilst I've been teaching. I've never, ever covered them up, even though I've been asked to. And I've been asked to remove my piercings. So I've got I've got a nose ring and I've got a lip stud as well as numerous in my ears. And I've, I've taught in settings where I've been asked to remove them or put clear ones in because they send the wrong Ooh. message to the students. So this is what yeah, I find I interesting. I didn't stay what, there what, very long. <laughs> what is the wrong message? So if you're sending the wrong message, what is the message what that you're sending? What is that message? Exactly. Yeah. What is it? That we're, we're not, we're not, I don't, do you know what? I don't even know how to answer that question because I don't think anyone is ever actually capable of answering that question whenever they challenge yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If, if someone said, and oh, well, that's what's frustrating. Yeah, if someone said to me, you're sending the wrong message, I'd say, okay, so what's the wrong message? Tell me what that is. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, because surely, even though visually we're presenting with our own individual body art, we're also presenting as professionals who have been to university, who have Mm -hmm. studied and become well-educated and are working professionally full-time, paying for our own homes, paying for our bills. But if we've got tattoos, that overrides all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So can I ask, just, Sarah, where are you from? Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm from Leicester originally, but I'm currently in Northamptonshire in the UK. Could you imagine if someone said to you, oh, your accent doesn't sound professional, can you change your accent? You know oh I mean? my it's God, just... give over. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it, it, honestly, when, when people talk about tattoos and, and they're like, oh, it's unprofessional, I'm like, hi, it's art. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything. It, doesn't, it obviously means something to the person. It means but... something to the person that yeah. has it. Yeah, surely. Yeah, yeah. And actually... You know, tattoos can have a meaning and actually they start a discussion. You know, mm. actually, I think it's a way that shows my individuality. And, you know, it's just, it's art to me. Uh, my piercing is art to me. You really don't understand what it means to someone. So I don't, when people are so judgmental, I don't get it. I'm like, as long as it's not offensive. And for example, yeah. if I think back to my nose stud. Uh, with me, that's like one of my favourite things <laughs> about me myself too. is my nose studs. I feel, I feel weird. I feel like someone's cut my nose off if I don't have it in. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that is it. I feel so strange. I'm like, oh, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Yeah. Uh, without <laughs> it. And uh, I think for me, so growing up, I hope my dad doesn't listen to this, but growing up, my parents were like, oh no piercings. I know. I know. I really hope he doesn't. But uh, they were like, no piercings. You're not allowed piercing. You're allowed your first, like, to get my ears pierced. I was, I was allowed to get it when I was 16. And my dad took me to get 
get it when yeah. I was 16. I remember I was looking at everyone else and they had all these piercings. And I think growing yeah. up though, I had enough time to think though that, okay, I will get a piercing because I want to. I've chosen, I've made that choice. I took the time to think about it. And then I remember getting my nose stud and decided to get other piercings. Um, but my nose stud to me is, you know, <laughs> I love my nose with my nose stud. You know, without it, you know, I feel really sad without it. And it's so part of your character, like, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? So any yeah. school I said to myself, if there's any school that ever said any job, I can't wear a nose stud. I, I don't want to work there because for me, that is part of my identity. And it sounds so strange to someone who probably doesn't have piercings. They're probably like, that's yeah. so weird. But, but it's no different to them putting a necklace or a bracelet on. Tell me more. <laughs> Well, it isn't, is it? I mean, if we're if we're told we have to take our nose ring or our lip piercing out or our tongue piercing or whatever, mm -hmm. why are other people allowed to wear a necklace or a bracelet or jewelry on their hands? Because that, surely that's 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 not professional. If you're coming in looking yeah. like Del Boy, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah very good. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, well, car. just I know. Yeah, imagine that arriving in the three wheel van, backfiring in the car park. But <laughs> I mean, one of one of my tattoos is it, it's it's probably one of the most I mean all of my tattoos mean a lot to me because I had them all done for a reason mm -hmm. but I think one that I have that means the most to me that I actually had a stand-up argument with an SLT about um I've got a semicolon on my forearm oh, which was yeah. a massive symbol of mental health yeah. awareness mm -hmm. and um I was told to cover my tattoos up and all of this. One of my students came to me and had noticed it and opened up to me about an issue that they had. And we were able to work through that and help her to get some support. And if she hadn't seen that, goodness knows what might have happened. Do yeah. You, I, I don't I think something like that just it that just accentuates how how individual they are and how how they can reach out to people and bring a connection and i think i was saying to you earlier shaniqua when we were on the mm -hmm. phone that um i forgot to take god forbid i forgot to take my lip piercing out one day and um a student one of my one of my i think she was a year nine one of my year nine she'd never said a word to me the entire time i'd been there it was like it was like teaching a brick wall and she saw that I'd got my lip bar in and she went, Miss, did that hurt? That looks actually really nice. And that's the first time she ever spoke to me. Oh. And it just opened, it opened a door. It opened a door for her to be able to communicate with me. Look How is that. that a bad thing and unprofessional? Someone tell me that. 100%. Yeah, it's the stop. It's almost like the stop looking at you is this sort of authoritarian figure yeah mm -hmm. it's like, no they're actually they're a human being they've got interest it's almost, yeah exactly it's almost like a parallel of respect that they suddenly develop yes. for you isn't it the sea is a human being yeah 100 how did the uh how did the argument go with the slt member how did like tell me the story of that that sounds interesting it it, it was it was literally uh, your your bog standard discussion with an slt about something that they didn't like in that they went well it isn't up for discussion you're supposed to cover them and you will cover them and that was the end of it there was no opening for looking at the reasoning or anything it was just a straight no old school teachers oh goodness I, I went i went no it wasn't at all so i went to the head teacher and i left shortly after that so Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. No. It's such a shame. It's such a shame. It really is yeah, such yeah. a shame because it disregards you as a person. It's like, oh, you've got this mm -hmm. piercing. I'm going to ignore your talents as a teacher. I'm going to ignore how you are with the children, the relationships you've built in the school with these kids. I'm going to yeah. ignore all of that because you've got this one thing in your body. I don't like it because of my personal preference. Therefore, yeah. oh, look, it's mental. Yeah. It blows my mind. Mm. It is. And you just mm. mentioned that where personal preference and Actually, over the last couple of so sad over the last couple of years, I've seen on Twitter or edgy Twitter specifically when people are about to become teachers and they're commenting saying, "I've got a tattoo. How do I cover it up? I want to go to this job interview, um, or you know, I want to apply for a school, but I'm scared they're going to judge me." And I think even just looking at some statistics, you know, um, the ACAS um, saying, you know in their dress codes and appearance at work independent research, they noticed that 41% of employers didn't allow piercings or tattoos. Um, but actually, I feel like, what is the law on all of this? So if we just briefly go to the law, under the Equality Act 2010, employers are actually not allowed to discriminate against staff based on certain protected characteristics. So that includes stuff like age, disability, gender reassignment, marriage, civil partnership, pregnancy, all of these things. Um, 
Um, apart from religious markings, body art is not a protected characteristic under the Act. So actually, this means that school leaders and all employers are allowed to make hiring decisions based on the presence of visible tattoos. They are also perfectly within their rights to implement a dress code that stipulates that tattoos must be covered up on school premises. But in certain circumstances, employers could legally dismiss a member of staff for not covering visible tattoos, especially if they are deemed to be upsetting to students and their families. However, these decisions should be based on the law and the needs of the organisation, not personal preferences or beliefs. And actually, these days, I'm finding, though, you know, I'm even discussing with you guys, I feel like it is personal preference. It is a personal... I, yeah, I find They, they can cover it under, oh, it's dress code and, you know, it was in our policy, but huh, preference, I'd say. Any, yeah. any adult I've had a conversation with about tattoos, it professionalism doesn't come into it it's straight to personal preference for me i'm like oh yeah. you just don't like the look of these and you're trying to see that if i have these tattoos say that if i have these tattoos i must be like a certain type of character this is just yeah. nonsense so yeah that doesn't I, I get okay fair enough it's not a protected characteristic because it's optional right it's something we're choosing to do but yeah i think it's it, I mean, I think if it gets to the point of tattoos and piercings having to become protected characteristics, I think the world's going balmy, quite frankly. Oh yeah, hundred really percent. Like it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be this much of a big deal, no. but it very clearly is. This is what I mean. The fact that we're having having to have this conversation. Well, uh, there we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know we have. We're having no, to have it. I was, yeah, but do you remember Shanika? I was telling you about when because yeah. obviously I do I do tuition and stuff as well. Yeah. And I had a parent message me and say, um, my my son or daughter, I can't even remember, wanted support with this subject. So I, I'm an English teacher by trade. And um, so I went over to do the, and I was there for a good 45 minutes. We went through everything, what sort of, what top texts they were doing for year 11 and all that kind of thing. And we got to the end and everything. And she went, thank you very, very much for your time. But unfortunately, we're not going to continue because you've got too many tattoos. And I don't think you're going to be a good influence on my child. Yeah. And she sent me away. God forbid. <laughs> heaven heaven forbid someone with a bit you? of creativity comes into their life. Oh, you know. A, a tattoo on your finger of a giraffe? How do I've got a tattoo on my finger. I know, right? That's so <laughs> disappointing, though. How does yeah. that affect your teaching? And I'm, this is what everyone says. How does it affect your teaching? How does it, how does it affect that? I don't get it. It doesn't. It doesn't affect your teaching at all. It it affects you as a person. It. Mm -hmm. I've I've I have felt so personally knocked down, um, and I've actually felt like I'm not a good teacher because of mm. being categorised like that. I've 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 come home sometimes, and like my partner will say to me, "What's the matter?" And I was like, "I'm just rubbish at. I can't do it." And I've nearly given up so many times and just gone and done something else because of the judgment from parents and from staff and from sadly some students as well you know in some in some cases because of the way that they've been told you know teachers are expected to look and are expected to behave and are expected to be a good influence and all of this and it's yeah. just i think it's terrible and i think you know it probably does affect the mental health of a lot of teachers yeah yeah no and I, I agree i feel like <laughs> it's as if teachers can't be human um you know and thinking back part of being a teacher is about teaching pupils to respect people's differences not to judge other people by their looks yeah but also you know but then i feel like i'm being judged and yeah it's, a, it's, massive, it's massively humans. it's massively oxymoronic considering how much we're pushed to include edi <laughs> isn't it mm -hmm. to include every everything but then it's like back to us you really have to think about it all so even if I think back to December I was getting a new tattoo I think Deglin did you have you got a new tattoo recently but sorry. no honestly I no your grant I haven't got a new tattoo in about two years got all, all my arms are done all my chest is done I have a few little gaps to fill in but <laughs> I uh, see honestly if I wasn't worried about not getting a job my hands and yeah. neck would be done like but yeah I know I'm right. worried about not getting a job so I haven't got my hands and neck done which is a shame yeah. I'd love that Cause that's what I was thinking. I was like, because I've seen your tattoos and they're epic, but I was like, oh, I'm sure you wanted more, but you didn't. And so in December, I wanted more tattoos. I was like, oh, I want another one. And I wanted um, Ohana, which anyone who's watched Lilo and Stitch, I love that Beautiful. film. And it means <laughs> family. So, 
It is a great film. If you haven't seen it, guys, it's great. And um, yeah, I wanted Ohana tattooed on me. And I remember I wanted it somewhere, you know, where people could see. I actually really wanted I have one on my wrist and that one gets hidden a lot. So I wanted it on my collarbone. And I remember I was like, oh, that's a big step. But I've wanted it for so long. And I remember talking to my dad and my dad was like, yeah, but Shanika, you're a teacher. Like that one's really yeah. visible. Like that will be that. And he's so old, but he knows I have tattoos. So he was like, usually fine. But he was thinking <laughs> about, and he was like, you do what you want. But he was just like, I don't want you to like not get another job in the future. And he was so worried about that. But I just said, my no, mum used that's... to say the exact same thing to me. Yeah, but it's not on. <laughs> it's not, and it shouldn't. The world shouldn't be like that. I was like to my dad, but I've got tattoos already. But he's like, you don't have one on your collarbone that's really noticeable. And I said, well, it is what it is. I'm going to have to come into school. And actually, you know, my dad said, oh, but you can cover up the other ones. You can't cover up this one. I was like, yeah. And anyone who now takes me for a job, they're just going to have to take take me for I was going to say, did you get I it? Am. I am. I did get it. I have got it. Yeah, I have got it on my collarbone. I remember coming in inset days, showing everyone. And some teachers were shocked. They were like, oh. I remember someone said, did you have like a midlife God, crisis? So I was like, midlife <laughs> crisis? I'm not even, you know, I'm not even midlife, guys. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were, some of them were really shocked that I did that. And they were like, oh, but you're a teacher. You work in a Catholic school. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't stop me from being a teacher. It doesn't stop me from being a Catholic. It doesn't stop me from being anything. But I have this tattoo. And it means a lot to me. And there's a reason why it means so, a lot to me. And, I, you know, it was the fact that I had to really think. I remember getting the tattoo and being in the place. And I started panicking. And I've always wanted this tattoo. And I've always wanted it there. And I was like to him, actually, put it a bit lower. And I was like, no, 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 put it back to where I wanted it, actually, because this is what I want it. And yeah. I just feel like, look at that. Look at me. That's something that I, is going to be on my body. And I'm worrying about, oh, what's, what's, what's the school going to say? You know, mm. it's stuff like that, guys. Not just, I can't imagine being an employer, right? And you get this amazing, amazing CV. And you're looking yeah. at the CV thinking, dear God, this person is exactly what I'm looking for for this job role. And they come yeah. into the office for the interview and the, they have tattoos and the employer's thinking, oh no, now I can't hire them because there's ink on them. I just think- How ridiculous oh, is it? How yeah. ridiculous is that? Is that your actual mindset? Like it blows, it's crazy. Sadly it is some, isn't it? That is it. But then, but then people have used, you know, the excuse of it being a bad example, saying a bad example. And I know you all mentioned before, but what does that mean, a bad example? And if I just think about this and someone, uh, DMs me and they were just letting me know that you know there's kids in um, their school with tattoos and you know someone mentioned there was an 11 year old who had two tattoos there was a year 10 who had two year seven who had one you know are we f- helping to fuel this though as teachers with our tattoos coming in no way the, no not no a, not chance in hell no, no i'm sorry hell. but they're exposed Tell to tattoos more, through the media they consume that's nothing quite, well quite right we, yeah we might partly partly uh, take some responsibility maybe so a little bit yeah. but yeah. i'm sorry but the the media that's consumed these days everyone has tattoos like yeah, or everyone famous has tattoos like it's, so it's not also as well my 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 youngest son he's in year nine going into year nine in september and he is desperate to have tattoos he's already planned exactly what he wants he wants full sleeves on both arms which Mm -hmm. i would never say no to because that would make me a massive hypocrite however (laughs) i do have a rule that none of my children i've got a 16 year old and a 20 year old as well they will never be allowed or never allowed a tattoo until they're 18 because i don't believe Mm -hmm. you're mentally mature enough to make a decision to put something on your body that is going to be there forever until then it's irresponsible You know, no, that's, I, I, I've got tattoos. That doesn't make me an irresponsible person or a teacher or a parent. It makes me understand that that is a decision that I've made for something that's going to be there permanently. It's not been yeah. a snap decision. I know a lot of people go off and do it in skeggy and that, but, you know, mm-hmm. everything that's on me was planned and I knew that it was going to be there forever when I did it. Yeah, I mean, I was 16 when I first got my, uh, my first tattoo. And it was okay. my mom was like I said to my mom, I was like, Mom, I want a tattoo. Mom was like, Do you know what? Go for it. Like oh. you're gonna get you're gonna get okay. one anyway. Go and get one. Um, this is the thing, all... isn't it? Yeah. If you were gonna go like, anyway, she'd probably rather you went somewhere reputable, I would imagine. Yeah, she's mm. like, Don't get it on your hands or your face or your neck. She's like, But <laughs> if you wanna go and get a tattoo, go and get a tattoo. Did so she tell you to get it somewhere you could cover it? 
Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this was it. I had a tattoo when I was sixteen. I thought I was the coolest dude ever. I was. I was yeah. it. Like I was. I was the man. Sixteen years old, a tattoo, crazy. Um, but that was the starter. That was. That was every year up until yeah. twenty twenty. I was getting new tattoos. Like every yeah. every year, I was adding to it. Like haven't the yeah. last little while, but obviously a bit of COVID and stuff. Um, but. No, it's pr- pretty soon I'll be getting straight back into it. I like, can just start topping up. I want to start yeah. on my back and legs and just get covered. Love it. Mm. Get mm. covered. But hey, it's expensive, so save your money. <laughs> save up for now. Save up for now. It, it is. is. This is the thing. You get bitten by the bug. Once you've had one, you either never have another or you don't stop. And I am very much not stopping. <laughs> it- like, it's... Yeah. I can't help myself. I'm looking. I'm looking all the time online. I'm like, oh god, that's lovely. What could I? Can oh, I get something? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Could I get something like that? But maybe change a few things. I'm like, oh my god. And then my ta- my tattoo artist is my friend. Yeah. So I just message him. Oh. I'm like, here. What do you think of this, mate? And he's like, oh yes, I can work with that. We'll we'll make a design. Where do you want it? And that'll be the start of it. And then I just rock up to the house and say, like, well, I'll take a seat. I'm sitting there for five hours getting tattooed. I'm like, this is the coolest oh, thing. Oh gosh. Love it. Oh. I want to tattoo friends. Are you all friends? You know, maybe we can be friends. Um, but well, that's funny enough. That's how I ended up with the giraffe on my finger because I went with a friend of mine to get. She was getting like a decent one done, and I was like, "Well, I can't sit here and have nothing, but I haven't planned anything, so I'll just get that." I love it. I love it. I need. I need to sort. That was it my out. only. That was my only spontaneous one because I love giraffes. So there we are. Hey. That's well, fair enough. You, you love giraffes. I've got, yeah, I've got so three much, on my guys. back, one for each of my children. So. Love it. Well, we're going to just take a little short break as we find out a bit of tech and what's going on. And Degland and Sarah will be back after our short little break. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you, too, through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles, and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.withaslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I continue with my series on home connection and getting the best performance. The question today is wired or wireless connection, which is best? In the past, the wired connection was considered the fastest and this would be the end of the episode. However, modern wireless speeds are comparable with a wired connection. So what factors affect performance? The first factor to consider is can you actually connect via a wire? Some devices don't have an ethernet or compatible port to have a wired connection. Being hardwired allows a more stable connection. You're not relying on high frequency waves to transmit your data and waves are susceptible to interference in the shape of distance from the transmitter receiver in human language, your hub. Then there are walls, furniture, other devices, basically anything that gets in the way. So the first tip is if possible use a wired connection at home though this is easier said than done you need to be reasonably close to your home hub as this is where the ports are and sometimes that's not a great place to work if you are after a wired connection away from your hub then take a look at using powerline adapters these are two plugs that use your existing home electric wiring to create a virtual wired connection to anywhere in the building that has a plug socket they are relatively cheap and some can also be used as wireless extenders allowing you to create a better wi-fi coverage in dark spots in your home at around 30 to 50 pounds it's a relatively cheap and aesthetically pleasing option compared to running cables around your home meshing is the next solution to improve coverage more recently homes have been adopting the mesh system Meshing is linking wireless access points together to extend their range. All have the same sign-in so you can seamlessly move from one to the other with uninterrupted connection. Starting at around £80, it's a more expensive option, but if you only have devices that use Wi-Fi, this might be the answer for you. With most home networks, after bandwidth availability, interference is your next enemy. Always try to place your home hub in the most central place if the telephone sockets allow, otherwise consider powerline adapters or meshing. Most modern internet providers give you options to buy these devices from them. This will guarantee it works for your network, but be aware this will come at a higher price tag. If this has given you food for thought, I'd love to hear from you. Why not get in touch at TT Radio 2022? Follow us and tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. 
If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common, a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. I believe that's part of the future. Part of the future? Yeah, yeah that's that is it. <laughs> um, so welcome back, everyone. You're joined by me, Shink Edith-Hade. We've got Deglin and we've got Sarah. We're discussing teachers' tattoos and piercings. And... Now, if we just have a little think, you can see that or you can hear that. I'm joined by guests who are, you know, pro tattoos, pro piercings. Now, I did, I was on the lookout for, you know, those who are opposing because they're diff- there are definitely those who do oppose of tattoos and piercings. You know, there are teachers, there are head teachers. Um, and there's many stories on Twitter, you know, even yeah. hearing from Sarah, even hearing from Deglin, there are people who are like, no, that's not great. We don't want it in our school. But it's really interesting that there's not a lot who would want to come and talk about it um, on my little show. That really upsets isn't me. That in- isn't that interesting? <laughs> Very, very interesting. I did reach out to quite a few people, but I you know, I was, I was just sad on that break, just looking at tattoos online. I was like, oh, look, see how it, <laughs> some inspiration. Look, I, I enjoyed the two minute tech. It was good. <laughs> it's it good. It is good. Thank you should have been listening. There's great stuff that you can I learn. It's all in the background. Um, but... Landline collection, wired connection, but, oh, all that. There we go. There we go. But actually, there was a lot of people who, you know, I well, when I look, there's a bit of a cop-out answer I'm noticing at the moment. And they don't openly say, you know, we hate tattoos, but it is the whole covering up tattoos. And it is, you know, now in a lot of dress code policies Mm -hmm. where, you know, your tattoo has to be covered. If I talk about some head teachers who made comments and I read some of these and someone said, the school rules say I should cover them, and I'm happy to go along with that. We ask students to follow a dress code, so it's a bit against the grain if you do the opposite. And another head teacher said, my work as a head is more important than expressing my individuality. What do you two say? Oh, 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 what a horrible thing to say. Oh ah. no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Surely, surely, if surely if you're not surely if you're not embracing the individuality side of things, you're not doing your job properly as a head teacher. Mm. No, so we're all just in a, a exam factory. There's no individuals there. We're just here to get good grades. You're talking about true, true. That's a whole other show, though. Mm. That is, that is, that is. I feel yeah, like we have we have some shows, don't we, Tom? Right? I've got a that. So... I'm going to start writing a series. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, where did it go that's... wrong? Teaching. <laughs> well, you yeah. te- being a teacher is not. You know, I feel like people think back to you know probably Miss Honey, as I like to mention. Miss Honey, she came in, she taught, she was really lovely. There's that image of what a teacher should look like, um, what they should be like, um, but we're individuals and it's like what you were kind of saying before Sarah as well we promote individuality we tell the kids you know you're an individual why can't we as teachers be individuals Mm and actually I did I did think about what um Degna was saying earlier where sometimes you know we might help influence some decisions with children and but there are many influences Mm -hmm. you know I was saying to Sarah earlier I had a child Mm -hmm. in my class and um because I had a nose stud, uh, well, she said that she wanted one eventually, but it was after a while. And, you know, she said, Miss, when I turn 18, I'd like a nose stud. She said, I spoke about it with my mum, and my mum has said that me, you, and her can go. Now, bear in mind, she was like, really young. Wow. But she said, yeah, yeah I know. And her mum was like, oh, yeah. But she was like, you know, when she's 18, that's something to think about. And in my head, I was like, oh guess you know I might have slightly influenced that um but then again that's like I said earlier though that's a part of my identity you know my hair color it could influence someone who has got blonde hair because they're like oh I really like Mrs. Hair I want my hair to be like that there's just things that happens in life so exactly yeah. Yeah, this, we have to take some responsibility and say okay 
we are adults. We are a massive part of these children's lives. We've got tattoos. I'm sure there's some kids that look up to us and go, oh, right, they're brilliant. And yeah. yeah, we do have to take responsibility in that respect. But there's other things that we could have. Her color, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also in their lives, they're being influenced by half a million things. So on it, we can't, it's not all us. Like, and if you're really going to be restrictive because of tattoos, then you'd have to go a little bit deeper with your child and say, okay, what are you consuming? What media are you watching? Oh, that person you like, you, you, the artist you like currently, oh, they're covered in tattoos, so therefore you're not allowed to listen to them anymore. Do you get me? It's yeah. just like, yeah. if you're going to do it, if you're going to be rigid about it and say, oh, well, teachers shouldn't have it. Okay, well, look at all these other influences then. Are you going to block those yeah. two? Yeah. 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 That's it. And I mean, you, you, if you do oh, yeah. that, though, you're effectively locking students away from ever accessing life, surely. I mean, they're listen, kids are kids. They'll go and find it another way. <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? smart. If you block it, they'll they'll just go around it and they'll they'll find yeah. a way. So, did I I think the way my mom approached it, she was like, "Listen, you're gonna if you want a tattoo now, you're gonna always want one. So mm. go and get one. As long as it's not okay. gonna stop you from getting a job, go on. Yeah, and that was it. Like, has it stopped I, you from getting a job? Never, no, never. Lovely. Can I ask though? Because that was something I did notice. Hot weather, and it's been extremely hot. There was a day where I'm sure you were at school that day. It's forty degrees. Jesus Christ! Um, oh, it was so hot. It was. Did you have was, to cover up? What it happened? was ridiculous. Yeah, what happened, guys? What was going on that day? Honestly, um, I think if I had of right, if it was that hot, or sorry, it was that hot, and I got if I got asked to cover up, I'd be like, right, well, this is insanity. Um, yeah. So nothing was I'd, said. I'd, 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 have just, I'd have just gone home, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. They'd have asked me to cover up in that. I would, I, lucky that didn't happen. Very, uh, I, I don't know the word I was going to use there, but no, nothing was said. <laughs> wore, wore, wore a short sleeve shirt. And we were actually allowed to undo our top button and take our ties off because it was that one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Calm down. So well, <laughs> treated there, like, gee whiz. Imagine being allowed to dress appropriately in the weather. Um oh. So you'd have thought it. I know. Well, goodness, adults making decisions? No way. <laughs> yeah. Um, you wouldn't believe no, it. No, but that takes um, me back as well. Dress codes. Sorry, we're talking about dress codes. Well, actually, when that head teacher said, you know, there's a dress code. You know, the kids have to cover. You know, and do that. So I have to. But then in a way, I also think I was a child. I had to follow rules as a child. You know, and now I'm an adult, so I should be able to make my own decisions as long as I've not come in with something offensive. Exactly. Uh, you should appreciate. That's all. That's what I think. That is what exactly. I think. Exactly. This is it. Like, listen, if if you don't have something offensive, and I know people can be offended by anything, that's fair enough. Not they but, can these days. Yeah, Everything's but, offensive these days. You're not allowed to say anything. If I have nothing that is offensive, then surely it shouldn't be a problem. I mean, I would love to get someone on who would join the chat and actually say, "Oh no, I've have a serious problem with tattoos." Yeah, don't like I've, I don't like it. I don't I like really the individual. I, I really wanted that. Honestly, I remember talking to someone, but they were like, they didn't want to go online and talk. And that's that's, thing, that's really interesting. When I saw that when you messaged me, Shalikra, about it, he said, oh, yeah, I've got this, this other guy on. And I was like, oh, he must be the one that's opposed to it. And I was like, right, I'm having him. This is, this is happening. No, no, I'm, said, no, I'm absolutely covered in tattoos and intend to get more. Like, so uh, I'm not that guy. But no, <laughs> I, I want to I hear from these people. But actually, if we look, and I mentioned this earlier to Sarah, and I'm just um putting in a link uh, on Podbean, and for those who listen on Spotify, I'm yeah. on Twitter. Uh, so Deglin, do have a look. Um, we have got the world's apparently this person who's been deep dubbed the world's most terrifying teacher because of his huge number of tattoos. It's kind of been revealed that he spent fifty two thousand ink in his body and has been removed from teaching because of it. And so, for those of you who can't see, he is covered in tattoos. He's got his faces covered in tattoos. Now he has also um, blackened his eyeballs. Um, but he's a teacher. He, he is. He's, he's a primary a teacher. teacher as well, which primary, I love. Primary, but actually, um, if I remember correctly, I believe, you know, his appearance scared one of the children. A child had a nightmare. Um, and the school spoke to him and said, you know, it wasn't appropriate for him to be there anymore. Um, and he's really yeah. upset because he kind of mentioned, you know, this doesn't, this shouldn't affect how 
good of a teacher I am, really. Yeah. And I will post that up for those of you who are listening, so you can check that on um, at SEHMiss uh, on my Twitter, and I will put it on the TTR radio uh, Twitter too. What are you guys thinking? Is there, is it, how far is too far? Is that too far? You started on face. I'm interested. Well, no, do you know what's really interesting is in that article, he actually sums it up himself with an amazing quote when he says, my appearance is not an obstacle on a daily basis because I think I'm a good teacher and I do my best at my job. And that's literally all that he can do, isn't it? He's absolutely right. It isn't. It, whether peop, people are making it an obstacle, it isn't one. Mm-hmm. 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 No, that's true. That is true. <laughs> you, could say the, you could say, though, it is affecting his teaching because a child in his class has had a nightmare. A nightmare. However, well, there, yes, there is that. Conversely, you could just say, yeah, but what? So what? In life, you're going to have nightmares. That, and plus, what do children yeah. watch on television these days and play on the PlayStation? And I've seen I've seen younger children playing dreadful things and hearing, you know, on watching things on TV that I wouldn't let my children oh, see, like older I, films and things. I love telling this story. It it really makes me chuckle. So I wasn't allowed to play Grand Theft Auto until like I must have been like 15, 16. I wasn't allowed to play Grand Theft Auto at all. So all these games were getting released. <laughs> And all the all the all my mates would be like, "Oh, have you played the new GTA?" And I'm like, "No, I've never played it." That's <laughs> because in Grand Theft Auto, the name there's just so much stuff in it. Like it's a crazy yeah. game, like really good. Yeah. Loved it when it was eventually allowed it. Like, but I wasn't allowed near it. But mm-hmm. all my kids, well, I say all, most of the kids I teach who play console, just from speaking with them at lunchtime and stuff, the games yeah. they're playing, it's just Grand Theft Auto. They're yeah. all playing it, like, and the stuff they get exposed to in that, I'm like right we like we're so not pg i mean of course we're pg but i mean like the the stuff that they're seeing in those video games is insane yeah yeah i had i had some students when i started teaching in fe the students coming that came straight to college from school so they were like 16. some of them didn't come in for their lessons one day because they were up till midnight for the new release of the call of duty oh yeah you know so they're they're doing all of that oh yeah there was um (laughs) There's kids, you see them now, and they, they come in and they're knackered. And they're like, why yeah. are you so tired? And they're like, oh, I was just up all night playing console. And I was like, hi. Like, <laughs> honest to God, see if my, when I eventually do have children, and when they do have consoles, because I'm a gamer, I love gaming, but when they get into it themselves, if they do, I'll just yeah. take the controller. I don't get how they can, <laughs> like, right, the controller is now in my room. That's it. You're not, go, go to sleep at 10 p.m. I've That's got the controller. That's what I do with my son. Honestly, I don't get how people are like, I'm going to leave this console in my kid's room and not just expect them not to do it. If it's there, they're going to do it. Like, and they'll stay up to all this time. That's another episode we could talk about gaming. Yeah, I feel like there's so many episodes we could be having. We could be so many. But actually, you've made a good point. There's so many different things that influence these children. It's not just, you know, these tattoos. Um, I'm, I'm really interested, though, for anyone who is listening. Is this too much? Do you think that's too much? Do you agree with Deglin and Sarah? It's not worse. Do you know what I mean? This person's shown their individuality. Um, please do tweet us and use the hashtag TT Radio. Now, as we get draw a bit nearer <laughs> to the end, um, some of you know how I like to finish. Deglin, how do I like to finish? So you like to ask your guests who yeah. their favourite teacher is, their favourite fictional teacher. Who, okay. Who yeah, thank you. Thank you, Declan. And now I remember a few, was it, I'm going to say months, Declan was on. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember being in disgust. I, I mentioned, he mentioned something and I think it upset me. There was something about, I think, I don't remember. Still like Professor being what did he do? I think, I think Shanika really likes Professor McGonagall and I think she's terrible. So. Oh, yeah. so, so, yes, uh, it was something like that. He was rude. So he was rude about Harry Potter. Wow. Oh my goodness. Do you like Harry Potter, Sarah? I adore Harry Potter. Get out of He's get out immediately. I can't oh, have that. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the Lord of the Rings people. No, I am oh. one of the Lord of the Rings people. Do you know oh, what we need to no. do? Shinigo, do you know what your next episode needs to be? We need to talk. Imagine Hogwarts was getting offsteaded. Someone oh. needs to have this conversation. <laughs> if Hogwarts was getting offsteaded, yeah. like, they have a basilisk in the toilets. Come on, like <laughs> it's not normal. Do you know what? It's so. Someone needs to address this. Like, that it's is Ofsted, the Ministry of Ofsted. It's true. The Ministry of Ofsted. Yeah, of Magical Ofsted. Do you reckon that's what they call themselves? Ofsted, I reckon. 
And <laughs> we need to send someone into Hogwarts and say, look, we've had multiple failures here. It says there's some e- evil wizard trying to take over the school. Yeah. Also, why are your teachers dying left, right, and center? Yeah. yeah. And your like, teachers are trying to kill like the kids. Me- we kind of feel like we might need to pop and do a full inspection. Yes, <laughs> and then the mentors coming in. It's all a bit. I'm yeah. sorry for anyone who doesn't who has. Surely that's more scary that. to students than if Professor McGonagall had a tattoo on her arm. Surely that's I'm it. Serious. Listen, imagine going to school, sending your child to school, actually, and you know there's the mentors floating about. Come on, yeah. like, someone needs enough. to have this conversation. Like, it's not good enough it. between Hogwarts and um, Matilda's school. I tell you, Ofsted's, you know, not Hogwarts yet. requires improvement. Like, it requires so much improvement, like special measures for Ofsted. <laughs> I tell you what, Hogwarts. actually, there's there's a fantastic. I don't know whether you guys are avid readers, but there's a fantastic or there's a fantastic author who does novels called his name his name's Gervais Finn, and he was a school inspector in the Yorkshire Dales, and he's written all of these stories about when he used to go and visit this particular village school and all of the funny stories around the staff and some of the students as well and it's fantastic. You should definitely check them out. I'll have a wee nosy like I do uh, I do yeah. a better reading like love it. Is that is, is he I think it is is he a fantasy author like no, it, it, it's it's all real stories from when he was a school inspector. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, I'll yeah. have a nosy, yeah. That's grand, I'll have a look. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. Thank you. And actually, then, Sarah, can I... Uh, Jeff Pedley has said, teachers CRBs, definitely not done, definitely not done at Hogwarts. I agree. <laughs> and Sarah, if I start with you, who is your favourite fictional teacher then? Or fictional teacher of choice you've chosen? Well, this is the thing. When you asked, I took this so seriously when you sent me that question, and I started. I, I made. I made lists. There were post its. There was a whole process, and mm-hmm. I managed. I managed to decide on somebody who I think is probably. I thought was a little bit out there, but then you told me that you've actually heard this once before, and I was gutted. Oh no! Um, yeah, no, genuinely, and it's um, Dolores Van Cartier from Sister Act Two. Okay. when she went in and she was brought in to be a nun and teach the music class of these these kids that were they were out on the street graffitiing and they weren't bothered about their education they were like this is a bird course we just fly right through it and she literally got them all in line she turned them into this fantastic group of performance artists he learn all of these amazing life lessons through her experience is that she was talking about you know she'd grown up in a similar neighborhood to them she'd been to the same school she'd lived her life and made all of these mistakes and she was seeing that they were going to go down that way and she helped them find find the right path and it was just so wonderfully inspiring to see this controversial teacher who wouldn't be your inner box teacher that you expect this cardboard cutout of the in inverted commas professional changing mm-hmm. the lives of the young people that she was working with and it was what i think it was one of the things i think i watched it about 27 times a week when i was doing my training <laughs> it was wonderful i loved it oh that's a great one and it's a classic and actually yeah you're right you're you're just so right and by the end all the kids and she's got a tattoo lovely. and she's got a tattoo on her chest as well so big up that's dolores See, I haven't watched it in a while. I need to go and watch that. That that's a good one. You've linked really well, uh, Deglin. <laughs> Deglin, I don't know. Can you give me another one, or have you like? Yeah, yeah I've done it already. No, no. Listen, I'm I'm a John Keaton oh. faithful. Um, I, I stand by my original. Oh, decision. the Dead Poets Society. You lovely yes. man. What a man! See when he's getting sacked and all the kids stand up and they're like, "Oh, captain, my captain!" I'm like, "Yes, I'm here for that. That is amazing." Do you know what? Oh. I want that to happen to me one day. That is going to happen to me one day. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want them all to stand on the tables. I mean, my kids stand on the tables, but that's without me asking. And it's usually a shambles and I have to get past all in. Like, it's really not good. So if I've actually spent like that long, like, yeah, grand, grand, on tables. that's a joke. Um, I hope you did a risk assessment. Oh, yeah. The tables with the wobbly legs. Just put some cardboard on there. It was grand. Do you know who, do you know who used to be a teacher? And I, uh, you could qualify. As I know it. I know it. I know it. Can I guess? Can, I think guess. I know as well. It's the one from the Inbetweeners. Yes. Yeah, your man, Greg, Greg Davies. Davis. He used to be a teacher. He used to be a he drama be, teacher. He was a drama teacher. <laughs> Do you remember when he was talking, he got nominated for Teacher of the Year? 
and no, I didn't it's, see that. it's it yeah it's it's about a 14 page document that you have to fill out explaining all of the reasons why this person's nominated and it was blank aside from one sentence that had been written on the back by this girl called Gemma where she'd put he's a well good laugh and he don't make us do no work spot on great teacher <laughs> man after my own heart i'm How definitely losing lovely. my job for saying that but no i i i of course teach full proper good lessons of not quite like that of course, of course. Um, wait so is that also one of your favorite fictional teachers slash real teachers well he's reals but i think i don't know i was watching one of his shows and he was talking about teaching i was like right this is amazing what a guy like what an absolute clown like i couldn't believe it when he was saying it but his teaching stories are amazing they're so funny it's he talks about one he talks about one where he had to wear like a microphone but he hadn't disconnected it when he needed to go to the toilet (laughs) and he was was muttering to himself like yeah (laughs) the poor kid who had the the thing and heard it all oh my god that's a terrible story for for anyone who hasn't actually heard this do you remember the one when he went on the bus to Paris with a load of kids and got drunk in the hotel room with a bottle of tequila? Oh, God, no, but that just sounds so like... The students were all running around outside and he went outside and went, you know, you should all be in bed. And they were like, oh, sorry. And another teacher came out of the room in just his boxers and a big pair of boots and just went, you should be in bed. Oh, gosh, that's dark. That's uh, it. We're all going to be watching. They were like 20, I think they were all like 25 or something like that. That makes a bit more sense. That makes a bit more sense. And okay, and then to end, I think for me... I'm, I had to have a think because I feel like every week I'm trying to decide someone. And actually, this week I've chosen someone different. And I don't know if any of you ever watched Holes um, or read the book Holes. Um, my class absolutely loved that book. And I love the book. If you haven't watched it or watched the film, guys, please do. <laughs> Some Disney fun. Okay. And uh, Stan, it, I've chosen Stanley Yonats, who is. Our protagonist of Holes, you know, he's quite the unlikely hero. It's a child, you know, he's an overweight boy, doesn't have any friends from school, he's often picked on by his classmates. You know, for those of you who know, he's sent away to Camp Green Lake um, for a crime he didn't actually commit. Um, and actually, in the end, he becomes a teacher. He teaches another boy how to read and they form a friendship. It's the least popular kid in the camp. But actually, what is amazing to me is that, you know, it's a boy. So it's, it's a young boy teaching another young boy how to read. This other boy doesn't know how to read. And the other boy... That's quite wholesome, Shanika. Yeah. That's very wholesome. That's nice. Do you know what? I've gone for something different this time. Because mm. actually as well, shout out to all the kids. And I see some amazing kids, um, you know, who are also teachers. Uh, you know, they're teachers in their own right. You know, I've seen it in class <laughs> where sometimes a child goes to help another child. And I'm like, wow, like, that is so great of you. And actually, in my sense, I've decided to go for this little fictional teacher. And also this is dedicated, I feel like I'm an award ceremony, dedicated to all (laughs) those children I see who are just great teachers and who help out. And, you know, when I see, sometimes as well, when another child explains something uh, to the other child, it's just like, I feel like sometimes it just makes a lot more sense sometimes. Or I'm like, I've explained this. And the child says something and I'm like, oh, you know, that's so nice. That, that's how simple I could have made that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're sitting taking notes going, right? Uh, <laughs> friendship for the next time. Not good you're enough, not good really enough. Well. <laughs> that was it. But guys, we've come to the end of the show. Thank you so much again to Deglin and Sarah. Now, if you do want to, you know, talk a bit more to them, find out a bit more, ask them any questions, Sarah, how can you be contacted? Um, you Twitter. can on Twitter. My my name on Twitter is Sazzles fourteen ten, and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Sarah Langdon, and you can add me or drop me a message, and I'll be happy to chat as well. Lovely. And Deglin, yeah. do you have a Twitter that we can? Uh, Shaniqua, I do indeed have a Twitter. This is the first time I've plugged my Twitter. Here we go. Yes. So here, let me make sure I'm getting it right here. So it's at teachhist one. And yeah, it's on Twitter. Happy to chat. If you want to have a wonderful conversation about tattoos or anything else teacher related, then uh, drop, drop me an email or drop me an email, drop me a DM. Drop you an email. <laughs> uh, just no talk about Greg email. Davis. <laughs> yeah, if you want to just have a chat about Greg Davis and you want to recommend me any other comedians, please just slide in the DMs or let me know. Like, 
<laughs> thank you very much thank you guys thank you and please do let us know what you thought about um teachers of tattoos and piercings if you have any um what you thought about apparently the man who's dubbed the world's you know most terrifying mm -hmm. teacher uh love to know a bit more uh keep listening to teachers talk radio bye <laughs> bye. bye thanks for having have us no problem. bye bye You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.